Hi, I'm Casey Fabling, and welcome to the Fabling Built Podcast. This podcast was created to answer the questions we get every day, like who is Fabling Built? And what can I expect for a great customer experience? We also wanted to give you a behind the scenes look at how we deliver the Fabling Built experience from the perspective of the customer, our employee, and the owners. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date with our content. If you would like to learn more about who Fabling Built is, check out our website at fablingbuilt.com. Thanks for taking the time to come hang out with us. Let's get started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. I'm Timon Phillips. I'm Casey Fabling. And I'm Matt Helms. Welcome, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, did we ever do that? Did we, did we ever have the guests say your name right, right at that point? No, generally one of us, like, uh, there's always right. been like a little pause. Yeah. And so then I, one of us is usually. That kind of fit, though. That kind of fit, I man. Matt. Great. Okay. All right. So, Matt. Yes, sir. We know you're Matt Helms. I am. Tell us what it is that you do with Fabling Built. Uh, I am a project manager here with Fabling Built, um, running typically more of the larger scale projects, uh, additions, large renovations, outdoor spaces. Things like that. You have a little bit of experience in that, don't you? A little bit. A little bit. You know, a little something about that. I've seen a couple of the projects, and that was before I knew that that was kind of your wheelhouse, the mm-hmm. the outdoor spaces. Uh, what is it about outdoor spaces that, or I don't want to say what is it, but so you've been doing it for a while. How long have you been doing outdoor um, spaces? Close enough to round it up to 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, everything from pools to simple patios, pavilions, outdoor fireplaces, Water features. How'd you end up in that, like right in there, in that, in that little wheelhouse? Um, strange luck. Um, I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was working for um, a hardscape supplier, and things were not going very well there. And one of my main clients, I knew he needed some help um, and everything from some of his marketing and social media stuff to just helping get boots on the ground and run jobs and I just asked him one day if he was hiring, and he said he wanted to go do lunch real quick, and that was it. That's awesome. Yep. That's a good start. Yep, it was pretty wild. Um, you, you have, you have a lot of experience, and we've talked about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, wh- one of the things, how do we connect? Was it just Indeed? Uh, it was, yeah. There was. Um, you saw the ad on Deep. Uh, right? Well, it was one of the folks uh, that works here. That oh yeah, out to Nick. Me. It was, uh, and it was David. David. Yeah. Okay. Oh right, right, right. Okay. So you weren't you, you just so one of our uh, team members here, y'all's wives know each other, work Correct. together, mm-hmm. and I do remember that now. David said, "Hey, um, you know, my wife has uh, been talking to, and and she's married to this guy. He, he may be a good fit." Really, yeah, and, really uh, just kind of started there. It was yeah, simple. That was it. Wow. And um, yeah, so uh, I believe I he gave me your email address. I emailed you, and you pointed me to the Indeed. Yep. And then it just sort of took off from there. I, I have learned if you can uh, just give a little step, and people actually follow the step. It's a great pre qualifier. That <laughs> is. <laughs> Whoa! He actually sent me a message. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you um you we we had a couple great conversations um, and you joined and do you remember I, I gave you one kind of prerequisite to joining not prerequisite but I said you you can come on board but I need you to um, 
I need you to only work 40 hours. I do remember that. Yeah. And I did not believe you. You didn't believe me at all. Not one bit. So, I mean, enough that, I mean, you're like, that was the big thing for you. It was, it was huge because I mean, I, where I'd been before it was, you know, if I only worked 50 hours a week, it's cause I took half a day off somewhere. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it was, I was getting in there, you know, especially in the summertime you know, around six in the morning and, you know, weren't leaving the, the shop at, until six o'clock at night every day. I remember you texting me or we were chatting on a Friday, um, about, it was about six or eight weeks after you'd started you're like, hey, uh, this job's running tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to swing by and check it out. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, you're not. Yep. I said, uh, do you know the for- you know the foreman? I mean, it's a it was a subcontractor. I said, do you know them? Yeah. Can you text them? Yeah. Good. Do that. Yeah. Was it a weekend? Yeah. yeah for Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear that part. Okay. So now, um, now now we got a whole crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got a whole Matt crew now. <laughs> um, I I mean. There's the, one of the main impetuses to me starting this, one of the main reasons I started this was I wanted time with my family mm-hmm. and it's, it's not even time. Honestly, if you go back to why am I a contractor at all, it's because I looked and I saw my, my, my best friend's dad, he was a contractor. He was always there. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes he's covered in dirt and sometimes he was on the sidelines of the soccer field cussing someone over the phone, but he was there, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, family is, is a huge part of this and being, a, being there with your family and spending time with your family. You, I mean, you're a family guy. I am. That's yep. super important to you. It, it's the, honestly, it's the most important thing. Like at the end of the day, that is what it comes down to. That's, that's who has my, my full loyalty my full dedication and my full attention all the time. What, what do you guys love doing together as a family? Um, our favorite thing is, is day trips. Um, love going down to Williamsburg, um, down to the James River right behind the glass house, let the dog run, kids go swimming, wife likes to find all little pieces of river glass buried in the sand, um, and then you know, we'll walk around Williamsburg, or we'll drive, take the uh, Colonial Parkway to Yorktown, and walk around there, get some ice cream, and just be nice. outside. And, and That sounds like a good time. It is, it's great. A um, couple weekends ago, because my kids are getting older, because um, I had never been, wife took just she and I up to a day trip to Luray to go to the caverns. Mm. Oh, I've heard it. That was awesome. I mean, that was just wild. I'm a big, big geology and stone guy. Mm. And so I was just in underground heaven. Yeah. How (laughs) far is it? It's, it's only about two hours away. Okay. It's one of those when you get there, you're like, why haven't I I done this sooner? Yeah. I might do that. It was great. I highly recommend it. Mm. So day trips. So, I mean, what, um, what, what kind of trips do you guys have planned coming up? That sounds cool. Um, this coming weekend, cause it's my wife's birthday. She is just, she and I are going up to, um, just find some cool spots along the Potomac river. Oh, cool. Cause, cause we've never gone that far before. So it's just going to be getting the car early, head that way, get across the bridge on 301 and just look for cool little pull off spots and see what we can find. There's a place called great falls park. Yes, that's on my list. Okay, my I was going to say, I, uh, I I went, I don't know, 15 years ago. It's pretty impressive. Yeah? Yeah. Very cool. Are you into, like, the, like, rocket launches and space stuff? Uh, some. Because yeah. there's this place out in, uh, the guy in Miami was telling me over in, in Chicote, like, mm-hmm. they, they, they launched a lot of satellites. And there's a schedule 
Okay. I'll tell you the website after, but there's a schedule where you can watch some of the launches and just See, go. that would be something really cool. My kids would really love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So that's super cool. Yeah. I remember one time you can you can sometimes see them. It depends like from, from Richmond area. So really? like yeah. So we saw a rocket go up and out. Are you serious? Yeah. I've never seen that. It was weird. We thought something was wrong and then we Googled it later. <laughs> this was this was before I had a this was before smartphone time. I mean, it, it, it took, oh, yeah. it took a like long the aliens are here. Time. It took a long time to Google what was going on there. I was, was you probably had the ask Jeeves for that. <laughs> Prodigy. It may have been Prodigy days. Um, so you're a good five minutes just waiting for dial up to give you a good connection. Yeah. <laughs> he got his organ trails on the other computer. <laughs> oh man. Um well, so, okay, so you started out, so we're going to pivot back. So we, you started out as uh, working for a landscape supply. Mm-hmm. Um, you then switched over to working for a local guy um, and spent about eight years working for him and just mm-hmm. really building some cool shit and yeah. really building some really cool projects. Um, and then the, and now what I am watching you do is build teams. Mm-hmm. I'm watching you build and um, support people and I see a lot of encouragement coming from you, whether that's, you know, in meetings or, you know, you, you've got, you've got pretty specific feedback um, that I, that I've observed. Um, You you. know, what, what is it about building teams and building, building what we've got going on here that really like drives you? Nobody can do this on their own. That's, that's when that's that's when the mistakes are going to happen. Things are going to get overlooked. You know, um, I read a lot of comic books, and I haven't met a single person with superpowers yet. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I know what to look for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> done my research. That's right. You know, and it just it's a lot of it is identifying other folks' skill set. I know I know where I'm strong and where I'm lacking, mm-hmm. and other people are going to be the same way, but in different areas, and so when you build a good team, you can mitigate the areas of weakness and mm. increase everybody's overall strengths. Mm. And then, you know, answers can come from places that, you know, Oh, I didn't know, you know, that, you know, oh, cool. Or experiences. Yeah, I did this and it was, it went horribly wrong. This is why this is what had to you know, mm. happen to fix it. So it's a lot of openness of communication, mm-hmm. a Trans- lot of sharing of information, transparency. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, You've worked with, so you've been here about six months? Uh, six or seven, yeah. Yeah. You've, wow. Right, because you, uh, you were here before Nick. Yes. Yeah, so about seven. Nick is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, well, let's let's say, I'll come back to what I was going to say, but, you know, so that's somebody who I, I, I really haven't dug this far back into y'all's working uh, together, but you were the project manager and he was a site guy. He was one of our, our field leaders, you know, yeah. you know, more than just the, the laborer, you know, he had a, a wide skill set that came into a lot of places. He's mm-hmm. obviously a very personable guy. Mm. You know, um, very, very good skilled, at, very, very craft, sk- yes. very craft focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and technically, I mean, you were his boss. Yes. Um, how's it feel now that he's your boss? I, ref- <laughs> I refuse to say that I work. <laughs> I work with Nick. I don't work for Nick. That's right. I, I haven't figured out the flow chart yet, but even though I report to him, he still works for me. <laughs> it's called, uh, it's called an inverse pyramid. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, I work for everybody. Out, I'll figure out how to build one if you need me to. Yes, sir. <laughs> I bet you could. Um, and it would look gorgeous too. Darn wouldn't right. It? 
with a water feature, water feature on one fire. side, fire on the other. Exactly. Okay. Yep. We're going to hit all four elements on the thing. All of it. I love it. I love it. Um, but, it but that's something that, again, I, I came back to uh, Diltz a couple times, our director of construction, and I said, you know, this is, I can see this developing. You know, the fact that Nick's worked under Matt, and now you're talking about him getting promoted to this position of, of the operations manager of Richmond. What do you, like, how is that working out? And he's like, dude, Matt's like a huge part of why Nick is, is up for this because uh you know the organizational structure that you've provided has clearly instead of putting a bunch of weight on nick and making him be a mule carrying stuff it's allowing his skills to really shine which showed him as that organized leader and communicator Mm -hmm. and that was honestly one of the things that has impressed me the most about this organization it is very much where do the skill sets need to be and that's that's how we're going to run the play, you know, right. it, you know, does, does Nick know everything about project management? No. Does he need to? No, absolutely not. That's what the project management team is for. Mm-hmm. Nick has, and I've seen them in action. He has the skill sets and the leadership qualities and the attitude and the perseverance to do the job that he's in and do it well. And the resiliency mm-hmm. and the uh, deep, trove of uh knowledge of how to deal with customer service exactly. challenges mm-hmm. and i mean he there, there's been some things that i've watched him where i'm thinking this is this is why that's not my job yeah. you know and i, and I you I'm, and me both yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it you who messaged you you text him right mm-hmm. you te- you and nick both uh, you and dilts both texted him that one day when he was really just he was trying to solve a pretty big challenge both of y'all were like that's why it's not my job <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got that chair <laughs> Um, so you talked about uh, skill sets and manpower, and that's I know T. That's something you were really he and I talked about yeah, before we get on here. So yeah, yeah. For instance, um, you know what's so crazy? Do Do you remember when you first came on board and we did training? Mm-hmm. What was it like for you? Scary, really? <laughs> Why? Why? Because I mean, bef- there was so much organization in the right places. I didn't know where to start. It was, you know, I mean, you didn't just hand me a project and say, yeah, we need to get this one done. Have at it. You know, it was, all right, yeah, no, we're going to spend a couple weeks looking at how we do things, Mm -hmm. why we do things the way we do, the the benefits of it, you know. and Yeah, and Matt was before the training videos. Like, did did you watch the videos? I think you were before that. That was before that. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so I had to uh, sit down with him and go through everything. So just... Side note, when, when T was hired three years ago as a project manager, I said, T, I want to take you down to this job down here. You're running it. <laughs> Good luck. Literally. Literally. That was, you kind of gave me resources like, okay, talk to this person, talk to that person. But yes, it was a lot of, all right, let's see what you can do. I had all I had. Boop. Mm-hmm. That's you all probably I had. gave me like three projects in the first week. <laughs> I did. He's not wrong. So, yeah. it, so I, I love that you saw the, I mean, th- that's T's work. That's mm-hmm. what he was developing at the time. It, at that time, it was a um, it was a word document that that y'all were going through, and and it was mm-hmm. it was written. Correct. There were some resources as far as okay, go and watch this video over here. That was part of our vendors' um, trainings. But I mean, I I know that you gave him a lot of feedback to create the training that we have right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, some of the and not so this one wasn't indirect or wasn't directly, but just like. You kind of took the ball and ran with it as far as it, when it comes to developing schedules. Like I gave you 
the the basics of inputting tasks into a schedule, header tasks versus subtasks, where all the information goes. And I was telling what well, Casey had seen like way before. I was working on this large master schedule that had it was overwhelming everything in it. It was and overwhelming to me. <laughs> probably like a, maybe a month ago. Chris called me in the office, and I think you were in there too. And he showed me the schedule that you made for I don't remember what job it was. I think it was the um, the Abdemoji Abdemoji job, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that one is, I think we saved it as a template, and now that's going to be the the master template for how to create every other type of job because I think it had just it had just about everything you would yeah, do I mean, in construction. It had, in it. You know, project setup. You know, for I mean, every, literally everything. Like very first tab was just project lifetime, and then everything. Mm. subbed underneath it so that yeah. you know as because Dilts had given us that feedback he wants to be able to look and see just how long a job takes exactly all the drop downs exactly. you know, to be able to scroll over and then yeah it had everything from rfqs and selections and it exactly so that job literally had everything from electrical hvac plumbing every possible trade tile lvt flooring drywall you know exterior siding you know and and then extra stuff like awnings on the windows and doors mm. and so yeah, I actually used it since you showed me how to import it on another job. And then it was great. I could go through just to start and just delete the things that aren't exactly. on this job. And then everything is still flowed right there together. Yeah. I mentioned that to Casey as one of the standout moments of, cause you asked me, what was a moment where you saw someone just mm-hmm. take a train and just take it to the next level. And that was it. I thought that was amazing. Yeah. And that's something that, I'm I'm highly aware of where my limitations are as far as what I can do. And I'm learning what I'm great as I'm a connector. I connect people mm-hmm. and I bring the right people. Um, and you know, what I had before when I hired T was the best I had, you know, mm-hmm. that was the best I could do. And mm-hmm. he took it and he took it to the next level and he brought his best. And now I just love the drill down to where now the structure that you've created and now we're sharing mm-hmm. the transparency that's flowing across the team flowing back to the sales team so we can build out better templates and, and, and make sure that we're um, as accurate as possible, staying in front of a customer um, to providing that structure where, where people are coming on board, whether it's a tech one who has limited skill, mm-hmm. a tech two who has demonstrable skill, but uh, you know, it hasn't shown uh, leadership or, or, you know, those, you know, foreman, superintendent, all these layers in the field, now we know we can we can create a path for how they grow, how they, you know, in the same way that you've developed how a project goes and how you've kind of brought that right. feed across. I, I I mean I just get excited about that. That's what that's that's some of the stuff yeah, that I get too. really excited about. I mean, it's just the you know we talk about the schedule. That was probably the thing I was most excited about in my training. Like that was what I went home that you, day. Your eyes was, lit up when you saw that. And I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because you know, before every schedule that I had typed out was literally a schedule I typed out in a word document day off or, yeah. or for that project. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And usually it was just because I'm getting yelled at by either client worker or boss going, Hey, this job's going off the rails. And like, it's, it's not, well, why isn't it? And then I would type out the schedule for everything that needs to happen about it. And it's like, Oh yeah. I mean, I guess I'm, there were a couple. I was like, actually, we're ahead of schedule. If you really <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, break and, it down, mm-hmm. and now, now you're doing that. You know, we've got Dilts working on developing that, so we can even share that with the clients from the front end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've had a few that have asked for it, and it's been great to say, yeah, I can absolutely send that to you. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's wonderful. Wow. Um, 
I know, I mean, we could take this so many places we could take that into. It helps us with the supply chain issues where we can, we can better predict mm -hmm. what the challenges are. We can get ahead of it. I mean, that's, I mean, projects are flying. Yeah, they really are. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, and I know there may be, you know, a couple of current customers listening to this feeling like, okay, my, my project isn't, but the reality is I talk to a lot of contractors. We are half to a quarter of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean a lot. And I think a lot of it goes to setting expectations with the client on the front end. Yeah. You know, true. Your project should take X amount of time. It's very likely in this, you know, with supply chain issues, mm -hmm. weather, depending on the season coming into it, it very well could take this long. Mm -hmm. yep. So that window, that's what we're looking to hit. I want to hit one other thing that, uh, about you as a project manager. And this was something I, I more or less had to apologize to you before I did it. But, uh, but I said, man, I've got a couple of projects that I need you to take over. Mm -hmm. I remember. And there you, oh, you yeah. remember, our, our, <laughs> you sure? Okay. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> They were unfortunately mismanaged and they were just and I mean, they were they were flaming wrecks in the ditch. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of them specifically was was one that that I, I, I personally had met with the customers up front. I personally had been the project developer on that. And it was it was a catastrophe. Mm -hmm. And so I, I pulled up and, and I brought you and I, I said to the homeowners, I said, Matt's going to sit here because he's. He's your project manager, but this is a conversation between you, you two and me. <laughs> and, and candidly, I, I just, I want him to observe this because from here forward, he's in charge, but I, I just need to apologize. Yep. You know, I need to take responsibility for this. I know this is, we are so far off. Matt's the one to fix it. And the last words you want me to hear me say are, we need to pretend as though we're starting from ground zero right here, but that's going to be the only way we make sure that we get through this. Yeah. And we're, we're, it's beautiful. It is. It's, it's, it's nearly, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're done knocking now. on the door being done. It's very, very, literally a door is one of the things that's holding us <laughs> It is, it is beautiful. It is, it is. It turned out even honestly better than I expected. You know, I definitely, oh, I had, blind, absolutely. I had blinders on from sort of the aesthetic, you know, vision of the end of it, just trying to get everything back on track. You know, the customer, you know, experience side of it, you know, making sure the right finishes were ordered, but not really taking a second to look at the finishes. And it was a couple of weeks ago I drove up to meet with them and I looked around and I was like, this looks awesome. So yeah. this is, this is a house that it had been a, a builder special. Mm -hmm. It had three unique generations of over the course of maybe 15 years had been built. You could tell where the core house was and then this edition was done and then this edition was done. And it, and it very clearly was multiple generations of work. And it was very clearly the builder's aesthetic. Yes. It was, what, what color blue would you call that? It was the most awful sky baby blue vinyl siding I've ever seen. It was, it was special. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and it is now this beautiful, like farmhouse craftsman, mm -hmm. white. It's set up in the woods. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's on yeah. some land. And you can pull up that. I mean, that's a what half mile driveway and you can see that thing. It used to be, you see that blue and you're like, is it really blue? Oh my goodness. It really is blue. And now you pull up and it's just like, man, this thing's out of magazine. Yeah, it really is. I mean, the board and batten, the, the black accents with the gutters and the rake. I love it. Just, it. It's just the front porches. Off. So, I mean, and, and y'all built a garage with a, a livable space above it. And mm -hmm. I mean, this, this was for these homeowners, their forever home. Yep. And you helped erase it, it erased the uniqueness that was 
you know, specific to the previous owner mm-hmm. and brought in the uniqueness that's for the current owner where they can spend the rest of their lives there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, what was great is I had the, the freedom from you to, you know, make some some audibles in the right places on. It was like three times you walked in my (laughs) three specific times you walked in. You're like, uh, I think we need to do this. Am I okay with this? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you're, as long as y'all are good. Mm -hmm. And it did. It turned out great. Not, not because of those. I mean, the whole thing turned out great, but it was, it, it helped, it helped solidify the words that you said when you sat down with them on their end. And it helped, you know, me to continue to gain and earn their trust throughout the project that, I was the right person yeah. for it. Yeah. And I, I want to connect that to something that I've just learned about you. And that is that you're a storyteller. I am. And so. But n- none of this is lies. <laughs> knowing. No, no, I don't mean that. I mean, you're, you're, you're a storyteller. You yeah. like you, uh, you're a published author. I am. You. you oh yeah. You brought it. Go I ahead. Take, yeah. Dude, this is awesome. So, Flip it over, so, so hearing the. This is uh, uh, September 14th. September 14th. With yes, um, Belle Isle Books, which is a local publisher. Yep. Nice. You, you, you're you not just a project manager. You're a craft, crafting stories for these mm-hmm. homeowners. Yeah. And, and I mean, here's the proof. This, this man is a professional story crafter. I, I, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I've seen that. You just got this, what, three, three days ago? Uh, on Monday, yeah, so three days ago. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. I just I finished flipping through it last night and and gave the all clear to the publisher. So it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you for showing me that. Absolutely, I, I saw a picture. I wanted to see it in person. Yeah, I remember when you were first kind of teasing that. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a book of poems. Correct. So it's, you, yeah, and and so so you do poetry. Yes, and I've that's done, a compilation of like a year's worth. Yeah, about a year's worth. Yep. Okay. So if you know they want me to do a second volume, I've got that. <laughs> you got that in the tuck ready yep. right now. So. What does a story mean to you? Just bring it all together. The great thing about a story is it's for however many however many minutes you want it to be, whether it's a novel or poetry, short story, comic book, it's a time when you literally are not anywhere else. Mm. You are in that world that the author created. Mm. Um, you can, you know, whatever stress that happened to the day, you know, good, bad, indifferent, it's the sitting down with a story and being able to read it for, 15 minutes or however long for me allows my whole brain to just completely reset. I can come back to, you know, the day with a fresher mind, you know, it, it helps prioritize and triage everything that's going around in my head. Mm. That's amazing. I love how, how clearly you know that. I mean, you're, you're probably the, calmest project manager I've ever met. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to mention that too, because it was a, well, what about your personality still makes you be effective at that role, even though it's would not typical, what someone would say. You mean as, as a project manager? As a PM, yes. I mean, I'm, uh, there's no point in getting angry about it. It doesn't, it doesn't change anything. I get angry, yes, but I also don't ever want to put myself in a position to be the apologetic one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to blow my stack. I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, That's huge. You know, a lot of times I may come across as as a pushover to some people because I'm not jumping up, fist mm-hmm. raised, but I'm thinking, I'm calculating, you know, is this worth it? Is this the hill I want to die on? And nine times out of ten, it's not. I just heard uh, Jocko Wheeling say on one of his podcasts that um, he realized that somebody who loses their anger like that, that's a sign of weakness, not strength. Mm-hmm. And so him 
recognizing it as a young teenager, he wanted to be the strongest man. So, I mean, you're a very strong leader. You've got a ton of people here who look up to you and, and, um, and like, we're just, I'm just over, you know, over the moon that you're part of the team and you're, you're, you're developing, you're growing the, the people around you. And it's not people, it's not people under you. You, you just bring value to what you do. And I love it, man. Thank you very much. Really glad to have you here. T. Take us We're out. Time. Take us we out. We are here, at brother. time. Look, this has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm T. Mon Phillips. I'm Casey Fabling. This is Matt. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye. This has been another episode of the Fabling Built Podcast. Stay up to date with all things Fabling Built by following us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribing to our YouTube channel. Audio versions of the podcast are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all other podcast streaming platforms. Be sure to like and comment your thoughts on today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. See you in the next episode.